Hey there, quick question before we jump into this episode. Do you wish you could easily build your own website, but you get overwhelmed by it all? If that sounds like you, then allow me to introduce Savvy DIY Site. Half course, half gorgeous website templates designed by yours truly to help you DIY your first WordPress site, redesign your existing one, or migrate from another platform to WordPress, even if you're not very techie or you have no idea where to start. Forget spending hours figuring out the basics or feeling stuck with a website that doesn't really represent you. With Savvy DIY Site, you'll build your website with my step-by-step guidance, easy-to-follow video tutorials, and pro-designed templates that make building your site a breeze. Plus, you can customize everything to fit your unique style and brand so your website looks just like you want. Whether you're launching your first site or updating an old one, Savvy DIY Site gives you the tools and confidence to do it yourself and do it well. Join now and start creating a website you're proud to share. Visit SavvyDIYSite.com to learn more and get started building your website today. Hey, TPT sellers, ready to see growth in your business? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Savvy Teacher Seller. I'm Kristen Doyle, and I'm here to give you no-fluff tools and strategies that will really make an impact on your sales. Let's get started, y'all. Hey, hey, friends. I am so happy that you're here listening today because today I'm shining a little bit of a spotlight on common mistake that TPT sellers make in the product creation process that is slowing your work down and it might even be confusing your customers. You know those hours that you spend scrolling through hundreds of fonts on your computer, lost in a maze of clip art, looking for the perfect color palette? Yeah, I've been there too. It's something a lot of us struggle with. So let's chat about it. Chances are you have probably had situations where you feel like you have spent as much time perfecting the look of your product as you do actually creating the content of the product itself. It's like we get caught up in a web of fonts and colors and clip art, and there are so many choices, but it's fun, right? Who doesn't love playing around with new clip art or finding an amazing font pair that you really love? It's actually really common among us teacher sellers to have this struggle, and I think part of the reason really goes back to our creativity. But let's talk about why it's a mistake. Everything we do in our business has a cost, whether it's a time cost or actual dollars or maybe both. Every minute that you spend hemming and hawing about which one of those 27 cookie graphics that are in your folder is perfect for this product is a minute you're not making progress getting the actual product created. And it can seem like just a little bit at a time But little by little, this really chips away at your productivity and it leads to decision fatigue. There's also the actual money that it costs you to constantly buy new clip art and new fonts. I know it's fun. I know they're exciting. But to be honest, I don't even want to know how much I have spent on fonts and clip arts on TPT in the 11 years that I've been a seller. And I would be willing to bet you don't really want to know that number either. So those are some reasons that it's bad for you, the seller. But what about your buyers? 
While when your designs are all over the place, it actually dilutes your brand's image. And it can be confusing to people who might otherwise be loyal buyers, but they can't recognize your work. I've talked with so many of you who who have told me that you sometimes spend hours looking for the perfect shade of teal or a font pair that looks good together before you even start creating the product. And then you've told me that you do it all over again for every new product that you make. This is a huge time suck in our business. Not to mention, like I said, it can be confusing for our buyers and it causes us to spend extra money buying more and more of these fonts and clip arts. So what's the solution? It's actually really simple. The solution here is consistency. I know consistency sounds boring, but this is exactly what solves our problem. Stick to a consistent set of brand fonts and colors that you use throughout your products. And when it comes to clip art, choose a few artists that you really like and use their graphics consistently. Keeping those design elements consistent throughout all of your products is great for a few reasons. Not only does it speed up the creation process and save you money, but it also makes your brand stronger and more recognizable to buyers. And it allows you to use one of my favorite things, templates, to speed up your product creation process even more because you can go ahead and create page templates with common layouts that you would use for worksheets or for game cards of various sizes. And you can go ahead and put placeholder text in there that is the right size, the right colors, the right font so that you are able to speed up that process even more by using those templates to create new products. So how do we choose those fonts, those colors, the clip art we're going to use? First of all, I want to challenge the idea that branding your TPT products means you need to use your logos, fonts, and colors, or make it match your website. See, branding is all about the audience. It's about how you can best reach the people that this piece of content is for. Your website's audience is teachers or SLPs or whoever. These are adults in their 20s and up, and they are probably mostly women. The same thing goes for your covers, your thumbnails, your previews, but your actual product pages are made for students. And that means that you need to brand them with the student audience in mind, not the adults who are purchasing. So you want to consider things like using really easy to read fonts. If you're going to use a script font for something, make sure it is really just there to be decorative and keep in mind good color contrast. So even if your brand like mine uses a dark gray for most of your body text on things that you're printing out for students, you're going to want to use black instead because we want really strong color contrast. You'll also want to choose your graphics based on the age of the students that are in your target market. So if you're creating for preschool or kindergarten students, you'll probably choose very different graphics from someone creating for middle and high school. I personally have a separate set of branding, completely separate and unique set of branding that I use in my product files versus the branding that I use for social, 
for my website and for what I call the product packaging. That's your cover, your thumbnails, your preview, those images that are created to sell your product to the teachers who are shopping for them. Now, there is a lot of overlap, obviously, between these two sets of branding because I want to choose things that work well together, things that seem consistent, but they are not identical. So for example, my teal shade is the same in both places, as is the dark blue shade. But my products use a lot of bolder colors that don't show up anywhere on my website, like some purples and some bolder uh, pinks and things like that. The same goes for fonts. I have a couple of brand fonts that I use on my website, but the body font on my website is not super readable for students. So the font that I use for the text on all of my student pages is a completely different font, but I did try to keep them somewhat consistent in terms of they're always in black. They are about the same font weight. So one of them is not much darker and heavier lines than the other, those sorts of things. As you're trying to decide which fonts and what colors to use for your TPT products, look through your existing products that you have now. Which combinations stand out to you the most? Which ones sell the best? Which of those do you just like the best? And then start with those to start building your branding for your products. When it comes to clip art, I would suggest thinking about the artists that you keep going back to time and time again and trying to settle on a handful of artists that you really like, preferably ones who have broad catalogs of graphics you can use so that you will hopefully be able to find what you need in one of those artists and not have to branch out from them too much. Bonus points if those artists have kind of similar styles, because sticking to just a few artists means that those graphics will all be cohesive. You won't have one page that has images with really thick, bold outlines and another with really thin lines. And maybe sometimes you have images with no outlines at all. Sticking to similar styles will help those pages look cohesive. Not to mention, it saves you a ton of time scrolling through the search results on TPT, looking for new clip art, because you can actually just head right in to your favorite clip artist store, look through what they have, and purchase what you need. One thing I've learned from doing this is that sometimes the best clip artist to find might not necessarily be marketing exactly what I need. There is an artist that I use really frequently, and I have bought this person's alphabet set. Now, you might remember that I've mentioned in the past, I create for upper elementary. I really don't need a lot of alphabet style clip art. However, the alphabet set includes tons of random everyday objects, animals, school supplies, loads of things, and they are sorted alphabetically, which means if I need an alligator, I open up the A. And if I need a stack of books, I open up the folder with B. And it is so easy for me to find things. So I chose that particular artist based mostly on the fact that they had a huge catalog and it was all organized in a way that was going to make it really easy for me to find what I needed. Not to mention, of course, I love their style. Now, once you've made your decisions, put them into a separate brand board that is specific to your products. If you're not familiar, a brand board is just a PDF or an image. I like to use PDFs because then I can copy paste the text. But a PDF that includes the fonts that you use for different things, including if they're going to be in all caps or not, if your headings are always bolded or something like that. All of those fonts are on there. 
Your colors are on there with color swatches, as well as the hex codes that you would need to use to find those colors on your computer. And you can also drop in the logos and links to your favorite clip artist stores on that product brand board to make that easy to find as well. I personally keep one brand board for my website and my social media and a separate brand board for my TPT product branding. Now, if you're not familiar with how to create a brand board or you just want a shortcut, I've put together a free brand board template that can help you do this right in your Canva account. And you can download it on the show notes for this episode at kristendoyle.co slash episode 60. So there you have it, friends, the sneaky little time thief that has been slowing down your product creation is that endless cycle of searching for new fonts, colors, and clip art for every new product that you create. But now that you're on to it, it's easy to be. Your secret weapon is as simple as it gets. It is just good old-fashioned consistency. Now, I would love for you to walk away from this episode and give this consistency thing a try and see how it speeds things up for you and keeps your products looking professional and branded. When you do, don't be shy about it. Drop your new brand boards into the Savvy Teacher Sellers Facebook group. It is a great place to get some feedback on your brand board if you're maybe a little stuck on things or just to celebrate with TPT friends who understand why you're excited about a new brand board. After all, TPT is a lot more fun when we do things together, right? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Savvy Teacher Seller. Remember to keep things simple and stay consistent so that you can keep creating amazing teaching resources for those teachers who need them. I'll catch you in the next episode. It is going to be all about four more mistakes that TPT sellers are making when it comes to product creation. Talk to you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share it with another teacher seller who would also find it helpful. For more resources on growing your TPT business, head to kristendoyle.co forward slash TPT. Talk to you soon.